0: Hello everyone, I am Taskeen, and welcome to a fresh new episode of the Taskeen Way. Let me begin by first uh, thanking those of you who tuned in to my first introduction episode which I released a couple of weeks back. It really means the world to me that uh, you are supporting me in this new venture and you are back to listen to a fresh new episode. I have loved how you reached out to me and given me your feedback on my Instagram DMs. So thank you so much. And for those of you who are new here, welcome to my podcast. Let me give you a quick intro about myself. I am Taskeen. I am a content strategist and brand consultant by profession. And I began this podcast because I really enjoy content creation and I love talking about issues that I feel really strongly about. And these days I'm feeling really strongly about this phenomenon of how easily we fall prey to false news. I mean come on, can we all agree that we are extremely well informed people of the 21st century and we are surrounded by some of the best technology, best resources and the internet for that fact at our disposal and yet some kind of misinformation, propaganda, rumours, fake news, spammy news still find its way to us and it's exhausting. Yes you guessed it right, in today's episode I'd like to discuss the kinds of disinformation that we come across, the reasons why it's still thriving and how we, and how best we as individuals and citizens um, decide what kind of information we consume and what kind of journalism we encourage. So that's all I'm going to be talking about today. Uh, let me first begin by broadly categorizing the various kinds of false news and disinformation into categories. The first category that I'd like to talk about uh, is satire and parody. I mean I'm beginning with the least uh, problematic, least dangerous and least misleading of all because I want to rule it out altogether. The reason I'm addressing this is because a lot of us still get misled by this kind of uh, news and still believe it to be fake news when it in fact is Just a form of expression satirical news is for all intents and purposes meant to be an attempt at humor and it makes fun of a social or political situation with comic timing so the news you read on a satirical news site or uh, done by a satirist is is most always ironic it's sarcastic it has deadpan humor and sometimes it's just plain fun Uh, this type of news is legal and it's a form of expression in itself Uh, some of the most popular examples of satirical websites that i could give you is um, we have the onion uh, the daily mash and closer home in india we also have the faking news which are really popular for the kind of satire that they promote for instance uh, there was a news on the faking faking news site uh, which said that the government has recently opened, decided to open liquor shops for men uh, after the lockdown and because of this the women are now going to stage a protest because they want a reopening of Panipuri vendor stalls. Uh, I mean this is a kind of news which is probably not true but it just makes an attempt at humour at a serious situation like the lockdown and it's just harmless, it's meant to be harmless fun. Uh, Internationally, there are a few satirists that I really admire. For example, I really love Trevor Noah and how he makes fun of global news and has a comic stand on everything that he says. Closer home in India, we also have Akash Banerjee. So these are satirists and satire websites that you can look at and see what kind of content they create. On the other hand, let's address parody. Parody accounts, the best way to describe them would be they are the virtual doppelgangers or uh, imitations of popular celebrities or uh, a public figure. Again, uh, I know a lot of parody accounts on Twitter and on Facebook and they clearly mention in their bio that they are parody accounts. They are not the real ones. They are not operated by the people they are claiming to be. So they are just meant to be joke or parody accounts. Usually, they just post their opinions or commentaries on issues that uh, the said celebrity that they are imitating would have posted, if he could say it. For instance, the Queen of England uh, has a parody account on Twitter which boasts of 1.5 million followers and uh, one of her latest tweets goes something like this, uh, quote-unquote, Let's prepare for Mexit. <laughs> I mean... This is a kind of news uh, where uh, the queen herself would never say something like this on a public platform. Probably because uh, she holds herself in high dignity or maybe because of royal protocol. But this parody account made fun of that by saying something which the queen might be thinking but might not be able to say. So that's an example of parody that I could give you. There are a lot of other parody accounts so you can just go online and check some of them. Then, on a more serious note, let's address the next most uh, harmful category or dangerous category, which is the misleading news. Again, this is news which is not completely fake. In fact, misleading news thrives on using actual facts or, you know, grains of truth, but also conveniently leaving out other facts that might be essential in context. So, in a way, they are just... Using truth, but they are also not giving you the complete truth, and in this way, it can be very misleading. For instance, um, I'll give you a hypothetical news, please don't come at me with this uh, for this. For example, two guys were beaten up by the police uh, for venturing out during lockdown. Um, The misleading if a site is trying to promote misleading news, they might report it in this way: that two men were, you know, critically injured. The police uh, beat them black and blue, and they have ended up at the hospital. They are in a critical condition. So, in this situation, the news is true. But maybe what they have omitted telling you is that the two men who were beaten up maybe they had uh, an encounter with the police. Maybe they were not practicing social distancing or um, maybe they were caught drunken driving for that fact or trying to speed up a police checkpoint during lockdown. So in this way, the misleading news has tried to create a prejudice against police for beating up people and tried to put them in a poor light. And uh, this type of reporting is usually meant to mislead by hiding contextual facts and it might also be done to create prejudice against a certain group or um, certain type of people which in this case is putting the police in poor light so this is one of the main examples that it could give you for misleading another thing that i felt need to be addressed under this category is the circulation of images audiovisual uh, content without any subtext or explanation along with it And I find this happens quite a lot on WhatsApp and social media news sites where, you know, spam news sites just randomly upload any um, sensational audio or a video clip or images without any explanation or subtext. So what this does is not only does this leave room for doubt, but it becomes open to interpretation by the news audience. And you know, we are all Extremely uh, well-talented in reaching reaching unwanted conclusions uh, for example uh, Images were recently circulated during some political unrest that happened in the capital in this country's capital uh, back in January and uh, It was later found out that a lot of these images weren't even taken according uh, during that time in fact these were heavily manipulated or edited to resemble the latest images when in, in fact they belonged to you know a political riot that happened several years back so in this way when people see such images they think ye apka hi hoga. they are circulating this Aise ho hai. and they tend to form opinions and they get misled by such sort of news and that's not, and that's not right so, um, similarly another category that is misleading but is also equally bad is intentionally deceptive news. The news here is intentionally tampered with to support a popular viewpoint and the best way to recognize this would be through sensational headlines. They often use this sensational, over-the-top, outlandish headlines, they have unprofessional statements which they make in the news and they often use clickbaits also. If it's a social media site or you know paid media, they use clickbaits to just attract more audience and show that they're getting a lot of traction for these kind of spammy news. The images and videos are also heavily manipulated to support their sloppy kind of reporting. In a lot of cases, deceptive and misleading news has often taken an ugly turn uh, towards a religious or a political uh, narrative and that's wrong. It has also helped in produ- uh, spreading prejudice, discrimination or bias. A lot of times it so happens that deceptive news turns public opinion in favour of the subject on which they are reporting. In favour or against, it doesn't matter. News that does that should not be, uh, you know, encouraged because it's a kind of unethical journalism and it's full of bias and discrimination. So recently there's an example that I would like to give you, an authority which stood up against this kind of unethical journalism was uh, the Gulf News Network. Very recently, and I mean this in the last three, four weeks, Gulf News along with the UAE federal public prosecution recently demanded a ban on certain Indian news channels. I will not name the news channels, you can look it up online, but they called out Indian news channels for propagating toxic hate actively on their networks. Um, I mean, the Gulf always has a a diplomatic standpoint for a lot of things that happen in India and it refrains from making political statements. But in this way, uh, in, in this instance, the islamophobia the religious disharmony that these indian news channels were doing was too much and they just had it man like um, the gulf uh, news network just called out all these news channels and they said they're going to ban all these channels because they cannot stand propagation of hate speech or you know religious disharmony this just goes on to show that not every news source is credible and you should not rely on every news channel like if anyone gives you any kind of fake news or propaganda and says to news mein tha, please tell them we don't believe in the sort of crap. That's not real news. that's inauthentic and you need to check your sources. And now that we are in a millennial era where literally everyone, I mean literally everyone has an opinion about everything. Even two-year-olds have an opinion on what to wear, what they want to see, what they want to consume and whatnot. So everyone is going to have an opinion. Uh, news was once just restricted. I remember um, growing up, we used to watch uh, news channels. We used to listen to news on the radio sometimes and we would religiously use uh, read the newspaper and we would know what's going on. But now with all this technology, news has permeated so many aspects of our life. Uh, I feel there's a lot of way we can consume news like through news networks, applications that you can download on your phone through social media and oh the infamous WhatsApp university because you know WhatsApp is the fastest way to get news rolling like wildfire so that's that's another form of informal way of spreading news. So because we have all these sources So with so many options for uh, all of us to consume news, I think it's become even more easier for fake news, for fake propaganda, inauthentic news to find its way into our lives and that's just creating more havoc than you know. Uh, Because of this, even the Supreme Court has recently come out with a ruling that uh, any false news regarding the lockdown or um, about the Coronavirus, anything that's being propagated anywhere, um, they will be legally liable for doing so. So because of which news channels have become even more uh, careful about what kind of news they are reporting regarding these things. So it's equally important for all of us to be cautious and careful and, you know, use our own measures. But the bottom line remains. How do we know? How do Like how do I tell fake news from the real ones? Well, you can't be too careful, but um, you know you can follow certain things, certain pointers, and I would love to share some of mine with you. So the first thing that you can do is be more aware. I know it's humanly not possible for everyone to have um, have for everyone to be updated about uh, local news, global news, or har cheese ke like nobody can be fully aware. But try and at least keep up with the local and global uh, local and national news at the very least. I am saying this is imperative, not just as a suggestion, but because. You will know context, you context know chalega. So in case you hear a negative news or some, you know, outrageous news about something, at least you will have context and you can question the news for being fake. You can think, you can, you, you will obviously know because you know the timeline of the events that have been happening and you are able to decide for yourself if this is the kind of news that is probable and that is likely. So it's easier for you to question the news if you have context. So I'll say this again. Be aware of the news that you're consuming and be aware of the timeline of events. The second one is pretty obvious, which everyone must be doing. But please follow authentic news networks. News sources which have had a projected history of always having been true and honest in their reporting and uh, following honest journalism, try to follow those networks. Networks whose news is free from any prejudice, any bias or those who don't discriminate, especially those channels which do not have um, strong political leaning towards any political party. You need to listen to that kind of news because the only religion or politics news should be interested in should be the absolute unadulterated truth and that's what you want. Um, Some examples of authentic news sources which I can think of right now are um, in shorts, they have really good news, there is boom, um, the quint, the wire, uh, the Hindu newspaper is another one which I highly regard, there is the logical Indian and a lot more uh, in fact Top is really highly acclaimed for the kind of Hindi news they do because it's so accessible to the common man whether from any uh, you know social standing or from any class of life so Top is really good you can go to Top. Um, always also stand by international uh, news networks like the BBC network CNN and Al Jazeera they follow the highest moral code of journalism and they are highly acclaimed internationally for the kind of news they report. So that's one way you can know if BBC or uh, Al Jazeera has reported, then it's almost probably true. Uh, prominent figures that you can rely on, journalists that you can really look up to would be Ravish Kumar. He's recently won the Raman Maghasesi Award for which is a really big honor for anyone in journalism. So you can rely on Ravish Kumar. Then there's Faye D'Souza. She's gaining a lot of popularity as an honest, really kind, humble news uh, reporter. And that's something that you would want to look up to. We also have Nidhi Razdan. We have Karan Thapar and Dhruv Rathi you can look up to all these people try and find more like-minded people people whose style of reporting appeals to you but you also know that they are true to what they are saying and they have done their research the next point that i would like to stress on is consider sources and context i know i'm clubbing the first two points together but um, try to find a missing link in stories Uh, for example you see a news that appears maybe true maybe untrue try to see if they are loose ends are they answering all the questions is the news answering the who what why when where of the event and are they leaving any loose ends check if it might be a misleading news or check if they're trying to hide something behind it like i said be aware question it and then text see the context in which they're trying to say something. If it's suspicious and sounding sloppy, then no, it's probably a conspiracy theory or maybe some propaganda and it's not for you to believe. The next thing that you can do is cross verify from authentic sources. Um, you might be following a lot of authentic uh, news sites or news people, but still spam news will find a way to get to you. So, don't be quick to jump on and believe it. Try corroborating that piece of news from other news sources. For example, what I would like to do is always try to use the same uh, keywords that are given in the news on a Google News tab and see if other news sites like BBC or some other national news is also authenticating the same with a similar news. Only when I've seen it on at least two to three other uh, real news honest sites do I go ahead and trust it and uh, Google News is authentic Um, there's Google ranking I mean if a page has if a Google if a news site has authentic news and it's uh, true it's honest and it has high credibility only then will it rank on the first page of Google News tab that's one of the parameters for it to rank on the Google first page in the browser so, yeah, you can always check the first page, first two pages of the Google browser when you check for, these, for such kind of news. Next, it's very controversial, but I feel I have to address this point identify your prejudice. I mean, I cannot uh, explain this in a better manner, but irrespective of your political ideology, I repeat, no matter what you are, leftist, Rightist, centrist, or whatever your religious association, identify if you have a reason to hate a particular community before reading news. Because it often happens that news, when it's trying to gaslight a particular community or a group of people or a religion, and you have your prejudice with it, no matter, it it doesn't matter what kind of news you're reading, it's just going to make it worse. Try and put aside your bias and think if the fake news is propagating any unnecessary hate or maybe it's trying to uh, show a community or a group in a bad light, see if there might be a political angle because, uh, you know, everything in our country is political and you can't be too careful. Try and see if there's a political angle to the news and... Decide for yourself, but please put aside your bias while reading news because it should not instantly give you opinions. It should give you, it should allow you to make well informed uh, opinions after looking at the exact true reporting of events. So that's the most I can say about it. Then the last, but certainly not the least, I would stress on critical thinking. I mean, I cannot stress this enough, everyone, but your biggest tool to rely on honest news must be your own critical thinking. Despite all your cautiousness, you might be so careful, but you will still end up finding spam, fake news, propaganda, because it's a whole business in itself. So use a long-term approach. Think critically along with points that I uh, mentioned earlier. Try to use a multidimensional approach, identify your personal prejudice or discrimination against these, com- uh, these things that you hear on the news, uh, authenticate from several news sources, try and see if there's a background story, see loose ends, use your instincts, and in the end, be a more responsible consumer of information and news. So that's about it. These, uh, this is the most advice that I could think of sharing with you guys. Uh, Another thing that I might have missed adding is Please do not forward any news that you think appears suspicious or full of propaganda or Fake or inauthentic. So before you forward any news uh, across to your whatsapp group or on social media Try and using um, try use all these points that I've mentioned and see for yourself if it's fake news because let's be honest if Any spammy or uh, fake news is cut at the roots, and it does not. um, When you cut the cycle where it should be ended, then we will have even less reason to find more spam on our inboxes, right? I mean, the less you spread it, the less uh, it becomes popular. So, yes, please don't forward spammy news, it's just not done. So that's about it, guys. Um, I think I've said everything that I wanted to say. I really hope you give a serious thought to all these pointers that I shared with you. It's almost time for me to wrap up this episode. Let me know if you find this podcast useful. Also, let me know if you think I've made a mistake or maybe there could be any more points that I've added. I would love to hear from you. And yes, please do share with friends and family because God knows we all need Advice on how to deal with misinformation in 2020. You're all welcome to DM me, hit me up, slide into my DMs on Instagram at the Tuskeen Way. I'll spell it out: T H E T A S K W E N W A Y dot official. Just DM me and give me your feedback. I would love to hear from you all, and I hope to see you all soon with a fresh new episode in a couple of days so till then take care stay safe thank you so much goodbye